This is the first ever <laughs> My Records live stream as part of the Left Bank Magazine Virtual Music Festival. I'm super stoked to have Bandits on the Run here with me. Just before we get into it, we played Relative Mind by Miracle Sweepstakes to kick off the show. Get their new album, Rorschacht, via Bandcamp, miraclesweepstakes.bandcamp.com. But Bandits on the Run, I'm so stoked to have you guys here. It's been yeah, awesome so far talking before we went live. Great to catch up. How are you guys doing out there in North Carolina is where you're at right now? Yeah, we're, uh, we're in the Blue Ridge Mountains, we found out the other day. Uh, we've got a little cabin up here. It's our it's our uh, pandemic hideaway for yeah. the time being. We're super lucky. We were on tour on the way to South by Southwest, and then obviously everything went down. So we don't do anything like kind of half-assed. We're like, if we're going to quarantine, we're going to quarantine in, <gasps> in the mountains in a cabin. <laughs> you guys, and I just want to. So nice. I just want to remind everyone that if you want to tip bandits on the run the info is right here someone just mentioned in the comments regina that the venmo may be incorrect what is it at regina Strayhorn. Oh, it's at regina dash Strayhorn. okay i'm gonna fix it. so the little i'm going to fix that right now there you go everyone awesome. thank, thank you lego indian it's... guys for pointing that out and the info is right here if you want to tip bandits on the run they'll be performing later on in the hour but you guys are holed up in north carolina you're writing music is this a big creative period for the three of you right now oh for sure yeah 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 it's it's been nice i mean i don't know in in new york it's hard to just get three people in the same room i mean we we rehearse and hang out a lot but it's kind of cool to have just some time that's dedicated solely to working on our stuff. And I mean, like that's the positive spin we've put on it because we were really bummed out for a while because yeah. this was going to be our first time at South by Southwest and we were really looking forward to a lot of the spots we were going to tour to. So we've been trying to be as like, you know, sunny side as we can about it. So, True. Um, yeah. But we've been meaning to, to write for a while. I mean, because we've been in a, a release cycle for for, a, for like the last year now, yeah. <laughs> essentially. Uh, so we haven't had a lot of time to, to sit down and, and kind of brainstorm some new tunes. So this has actually been just a wonderful time. We've been working on some uh, some new uh, originals and also some new covers to, yeah. to show to our, our audience soon. Yeah, it, it's funny, like we've been trying to have this time um, and so sort of the universe has sort of been like, well, here you go. Um, but it's great because we were hustling for the past couple lot of like content and we're doing like, releasing a bunch of videos and now we're sort of yeah. like well now's a good time to release stuff. So. <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> Quarantine people are hungry for content. <laughs> yeah we, we are and you're serving it up for sure and yeah we, I was also really disappointed about South by Southwest as well but it seems like you guys are adapting to the adversity very well. So tell me a little bit oh, yeah. about your origin story is really unique uh, i know you spent time busking on the new york city subway and that's kind of how you guys met and started playing music together tell us a little bit about it yeah yeah so um well the the sort of story that where adrian and i met was uh <laughs> we tell this story all the time and i never know the best way to tell it but he was playing music on the subway platform and I had just moved to New York like a few months before that. And I saw him playing and I was like, oh, this guy's pretty good. I was gonna kind of, you know, give him a dollar and walk away. And then he started talking to me and asked me if I wanted to hear another song. And I was like, sure. So then you played for me and then the train came and I was like, okay, well, I gotta go. And you were like, actually, I should go too. So I kind of packed up this stuff and got on the train with me. Very quickly. I actually hadn't been planning on going, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> when an opportunity comes along, you uh, you have to grab it. Yeah. And I kind of sensed that Sydney was a, a bit of a, a like mind, and we quickly figured out that we we're both both musicians. Yeah. Um, and um, Regina and I went to college together, so we've known each other a long time. And yeah. And, and we would write songs together in college, but kind of just for fun. And it's funny, I actually think back on those memories, and people were like, the songs are really 
good. And we were like, oh, thanks. But like never really envisioned, you know, doing a, a musical endeavor together. Yeah. But then when I moved to New York, New York, I moved in with Sydney. And we were all three hanging out. And Adrian was like, let's go play music in the subway. And we were, me and Sydney were like, I don't know. Um, but he convinced us. And it was, it was honestly a truly, like, a magical moment. Like... I know that might sound like an exaggeration, but it was really an aha moment. Yeah. Like yeah. this is there's something here. So Yeah, and that was about six years ago. So we've been at it for a while. Mm -hmm. yeah. And yeah. you guys continue to play on the subways and stuff like that on a regular basis. Do you find yourselves writing songs while you're playing together on the subway or is it more of arranged performances and stuff? Or just creativity yep. strategy? I mean we uh we we tend to be a very arrangement heavy band. Like we we uh we spend a lot of time working out vocal harmonies. But there have been like specific things. There have been like definitely covers that we've tried out like for the first time yeah. on the platform. Yeah, the subway's yeah. a good workspace because it's like you know it's a free space to sing as loud as yeah. you want yeah. and, and see what works stakes. with people and yeah. what doesn't work with people. Because there's no audiences as honest as a group of New Yorkers that are strangers because like if it's good they'll pay attention if it's bad they'll they will ignore it so it's like you yeah know. yeah yeah but but I mean also you don't have to worry about really what people think because everybody's going to be leaving in the next 15 minutes anyway yeah so if you, you can like, embarrass yourself yeah if you take a risk and, and it totally flops then bye yeah <laughs> see you soon yeah <laughs> yeah totally and it's it seems like your live performance is such a big part of what Bandits on the Run is all about. So when you're writing music, totally. how important is it for you guys for it to translate into the live setting? Are you very conscious of that when you're writing music? Yeah, I mean, we, we all sort of come from a, a performance background. We all like studied acting in school. And so, but we're, we don't necessarily think about performance, but I think one of the things that we all love about Bandits is that we can pick up our instruments and play it here yeah. now. Like we don't need um, amps, we don't need computers. Like we, we love that to be the core of what we do is that it can be immediate. So. And it can be acoustic. So it can just be like us on a porch or or in a parking lot or wherever we go. So like it, there's a there's an immediacy to it. Yeah, so I think we're all kind of impatient too and we just want it to sound how we want it to sound like yeah. in that moment. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, we don't need anything else. We'll make it happen together. So yeah. I do think that translates to our writing a lot. I don't think we've people. ever written something that we couldn't just like play in front of people. No. Right. Although the Love in the Underground side B is like kind of getting to that point where we need we do we need, need a piano, piano to perform that. And there are songs song. where we're like, oh, horns would be nice here yeah. or whatever, but it's definitely not like essential to the yeah. songwriting. And we don't talk in our sets about like tone and kind of an arc and, and making sure that mm -hmm. everything flows really well. And so moving forward as we're writing, we are kind of thinking like, where would this song fit in the context of a live set, you know? And I'm actually really excited as we like continue to write things, especially during this time to like maybe take a look at at like if we have any kind of holes like we're looking for this kind of song oh yeah yeah like it like oh, we maybe definitely. we should like experiment with trying to to fill that you know that's 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 a new thing that that we're jazzed about oh for sure that we've, we've already started writing songs like to do that like yeah. uh now is the time which is a song that we're working on this week is uh is definitely meant to be like an introductory like uh setting the tones uh kind of song mm -hmm. like it's 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 there to be like here is what we're doing right now side version of Love in the Underground, which is a little, there's more going on in the B-side Love in the Underground, which is a little more stripped down. Tell me about why you guys decided to create two versions of the song. Well, so the song is about that night when, when Sydney and I met, um, and it's, I mean, it's become, it has like a double meaning already to us because like it's in some ways it's about specifically that story, but also about like opening yourself up to the kindness of strangers and and to chance and spontaneity and like that. Those are things that have guided us throughout this journey for the last six years that we've been a band. Um, but we really wanted to with this with the second. Uh, we were interested in exploring a different side that was a that had a little bit more uh, gravity. Um, and so our producer William Garrett. AKA Lucky Jesus uh, is his band name. Um, when we were recording this A side, he kind of, he had something to do on the computer. He was like mixing or comping something. So he, he just sent us over to the piano. He was like, you guys like 
mess around. He's like, go do a piano version of it. Like, it'll be fun. And and so we were just like, we, we just like dug in and we were like, we can make it really like kind of dark and like sad. And yeah, yeah. It was like, I thought you guys were just going to do some kind of honky tonk bullshit, whatever. But this is pretty cool. <laughs> but we, we were really lucky because we got to record at Electric Lady Studios. I was going to say, that's amazing. And um, that piano was in Studio, D. in Studio D, and that piano was the piano that um, that Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper did the shallow song for A Star Is Born, and we we're like, we got it. Yeah. So like, yeah, we were like the MMG, the MMG. It is on both versions though. Yeah, it, it is it's on both. Love version. in the Underground A and also B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's funny. It wasn't like a super premeditated thing. It no, was no, like no. A, it, it, which is sort of the opposite of how we normally work. We normally put so much thought and effort and. Uh, yeah. It takes a while for us to build our songs, um, but with Side B, it really kind of came together, um, and it was fun to see like the same story with the same lyrics, and you know a lot of like the same melody. Like, how can we highlight a different um, a different aspect of uh, of opening your heart? You know, yeah. like yeah, you know. yeah, because love isn't just about like serendipitous meetings on a subway platform or any kind of like meet cute meet story. Cute. It's also about you know the hard work of and uh, and pain that it takes to like open yourself up to another person and we're actually really excited because we we filmed oh, yeah. a like sh sh we don't even want to call it a music video because it's more like a short film but we filmed a short film like telling the story of both of those songs so it's like all in all like a 10 minute short film with side a and side b and we found these beautiful actor dancer people who are a couple in real life and um, we sort of painted the story of those songs together with it, and we're so excited to release this yeah. music video. Can't wait for um, people to see it. Yeah. When's it coming out? April. <laughs> we don't know like when in April. April. <laughs> April. April is the 30-day month, right? So <laughs> sometime in there. But that's really exciting. Um, yeah, so I read also that you guys have alter egos or aliases for the band. Tell me a little bit about that. I know, Sydney, you are Clarissa. No, no, no. no. no you're Regina's I'm Clarissa. Clarissa, <laughs> I'm the dance jellyfish. And, you and you're Roy. Yeah. Roy, what's going on uh, with this? Tell me about uh, it. No, you can't be a self-respecting bandit without an alias. So we all kind of like, it was part of the game that we played when we first started doing these like subway train car platform holdups. We would, we were like, we gotta have bandit names. Uh, but it's kind of morphed into this, uh, this, this thing that, that's engaging other people. We, we encourage everybody to have a bandit name and yeah. they can engage with the Bandit universe or whatever they want. We often will do like scenes between us and other people's characters. So what should um, mine be? That's a good question. I'm gonna have to think about it. Yeah. The only rule of being a Bandit is that you must you must decide your own Bandit name. I will definitely do that. I'll get back to you. Cause I don't want <laughs> to just do it without really thinking about it. There's yeah, gotta be could go horribly wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's definitely in, in line with the tradition of being like, I'm Ziggy Stardust, or like, I'm yeah. like, you know, right. like whatever. It's, we're, it's, it's definitely like very close to our own personalities, but just enough to have a sense of like, you know what, we're letting the world go. Yeah. We're, just, we're just having fun. We're yeah. playing. It gives you permission to go just a little bit further, I think. Like, yeah. Bigger than, than you might be comfortable with. So, yeah. Yeah. So, how did uh, recording at Electric Ladyland Studios come about? I read that, and I thought it must have been so thrilling to be able to do something like that and work there. Yeah, we have a habit of kind of just sneaking into these into these like storied studios. We did a live EP that we put out that we uh, kind of snuck into the power station, which is this old storied studio that like John Lennon and David Bowie recorded at. Um, and for Springsteen. Springsteen. But it, I mean, it's often just like kind of figuring, finding people who are uh, simpatico to our cause and, yeah, our, and our, convincing them to, to, to. Our producer, William Garrett, has been working with us for like three or four years yeah. now. Mm -hmm. And he's kind of connected at these places and, and helps us kind of like, he, he helps us like, Sneak crack in. open the door a little bit yeah. for us. Like, yeah. have you heard of the bandits? Yeah. yeah. Like, they were looking for a place to do this kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm into yeah. it. And literally, 
get whenever like if there's any off hours moment. The yeah. second it's not being used, we like we're there. <laughs> yeah, so often it's meant like we're gonna do it like sometime around May or June, and then like it has to just be like the right alignment of, yeah. of the celestial spheres to for us all to be available at the time that this yeah. space is available. Like the power station like, like overnight. I oh yeah, like, I think yeah, we had one day to yeah, with yeah. the power station, and that's how I mean we. We did, we recorded the A side and B side over a couple of days. And that was the same kind of thing where uh, probably like two days before William was like, uh, oh, it looks like there's going to be some space available this weekend. Are you guys free? And we were like, yeah, let's get, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's just go in. You, it, it keeps you from planning too much or like having too many preconceived notions about what exactly you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Just go in and do whatever you can. Totally. And you guys, as you've mentioned, definitely do great cover songs as well. I loved the version of Back to Black on Live at the Power Station. It's, it's what it's, I always find really important when doing a cover song is you don't want to exactly copy it. You want to give it your own unique take on it, which I think you guys really did. What goes into the process behind deciding a song to cover and then how to cover it so that you're paying homage to the original, but also doing something a little different and maybe specifically back to black you could speak to. Yeah, I mean, hmm. well, for specifically for back to black, like- That was just a song that, that was something that Well, that was something that I was covering like before I met you oh, guys yeah, like, right. by myself. And so like, it's 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 kind of like whatever we're drawn to. Yeah. Like, like, it's a song that speaks to you. It's, it's a song like, that speaks to you. Yeah. And then it's like, you use what you have to, to make it. And it's like, I don't sound like Amy Winehouse or like have that whole thing, but I have a cello. So it's like, what can I do with that? And yeah. three voices. Yeah. We don't really have a methodology behind it. It really is very like, <laughs> kind of like, room. I love this song so much. Like, let's just, I don't know. Yeah, we get in a room and we're all very distinct people with distinct skills. So it kind of ends up, um, yeah. yeah, I think we just don't try to adapt to sound like that person. Yeah, I think that's where the danger is. Yeah. yeah, I think for you know for something like we're we're actually working on a cover right now that we're really excited about. But that um, one's pretty different too. But that really? one we've totally like flipped on its yeah. head. Well, and that one happened because Adrian was just messing around on guitar. And like I was in the other room and I just kind of noticed, I was like, these chords kind of line up. They're actually pretty different from the chords <laughs> of the song. But like, we, I don't know, it was just like a moment where I was like, wait a second. Like I ran out of like, wait a second. Yeah. Maybe this- <laughs> so yeah, I mean, like, I don't know if that's a satisfying answer, but it's really kind of like whatever we feel and whatever we're into. And yeah, like we just don't, we never, we never try to be other people. I also think that factors into like, people ask us all the time, what genre are you? And we have a really hard time answering because like we don't necessarily feel like we fit into any particular genre because we're like, you Do know. Do we need a genre? Do we need it? No. Um, I mean, I, I think necessary. It's yeah. Necessary. There is a, a conscientious uh, choice though, I think that, that we make sometimes to, to try to find another dimension to a song. like kind of exactly what we did with Love in the Underground, which is our mm-hmm. own song, trying to find like a different story. Yeah, we kind of story, did a cover of our own song. But, but yeah. still honoring the same like lyrical framework and structural framework, but we're like, we're trying to say, like be like, okay. To say like, something else. Like yeah. if, yeah. Uh, if, I, if, if we're doing like Everlasting Light by the Black Keys, like maybe instead of uh, making it like all ethereal and like uh, like up in your falsetto, like it can be like more like grounded or honest, or maybe it can instead of like being funky, it can be acoustic, or like you know, or instead of fast, it can be slow. I mean, it could be like all these different oppositions that you can use to pull out some completely different story. Yeah, very cool. Awesome. <laughs> I love bandits on the run, and you guys, you're gonna play a very special live set coming up soon. What are you guys going to play? Tell us a little bit about what we can hear, what songs you're going to play. Great. Well, we're going to play Love in the Underground. um, Which we uh, just released. Which we uh, just released. At the beginning of this month. Uh, It's on Spotify and everything that you you can go see, listen to the A side and also the B side. And Mm -hmm. we've got some vinyl being pressed, so that'll be coming out in in May sometime. Yeah. And then we're going to play two songs that are not anywhere online that are like originals that have become like kind of fan favorites now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're 
we're going to play one probably from the Power Station EP, and mm -hmm. um, you know, just like an old faithful, you know, mm -hmm. something new, something old. Yeah, we're excited. Well, yeah. that is very exciting. And those two originals, are they coming out anytime in the future? They're the fan favorites. Or? <laughs> As soon as we can see anyone else ever again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But we're uh, we're hungering to get them out. Yeah. Cool. And my friend Sam just had a great comment that I just added to the broadcast. Check out your 2020 NPR Tiny Desk submission when you guys. It's very well done. I'm a big fan of that tiny desk submission very very well done had a great time making it um for those of you who have not seen it it involves a choir and a bookstore and a lot of people in a very small space having an insane amount of fun <laughs> <laughs> which is which is something hopefully we will be able to do again someday soon. yeah, <laughs> yeah i want to hang out with you guys in real life at some point <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, hope, I hope this ends someday yeah <laughs> I think it will. I'm hoping it will, but I'm sure it will, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All things must it. pass. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. And this too shall pass. So. Yeah, exactly. So you guys are going to set up in the interim. We're going to play yeah. a music video by the band Holy Tunics from Brooklyn, New York. We're going to play their song victoria it's off of their 2018 album butter dish which you could get via their band camp holytunics.bandcamp.com and when we come back bandits on the run performing live you're listening to the first and watching the first ever look at my records live stream episode for the left hey. bank virtual music festival hey Do you want to say this is a stick of a musical stick of a virtual yeah. music stick of a musical yeah. stick of a virtual music? Yeah. You're on. Do you want to say that? You're good. Hey there, guys. 
We're bandits on the run, and this is a stick-up. A virtual musical stick-up! <laughs> We're not strangers now. Jellyfish, aka Sydney, uh, met on a subway platform. If you're just joining us, uh, but this uh, this next song gets a little more mysterious. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna do that. Okay. Okay. Um. Uh. Yes. So, imagine yourself in a foggy alleyway in New Orleans, perhaps not in your home, and uh, the song is about ghosting. Ooh. <laughs> Spellbound, you got me spellbound Misdirection, smoke and mirrors, illusional game Spellbound 
following a mysterious man with a candle. I said, I know what kind of sweet talking charm you are. as well i just wanted to pop in real quick to remind everyone the venmo and paypal information is right here at the bottom of my finger so if you're so inclined <laughs> you can tip bandits on the run who are really playing an amazing set right now and i'll send it right back to you guys Hey, thank you so much. Hi. Yes, tips are greatly appreciated. Um, I have, by the way, Tom, I have an idea, uh, a submission for your bandit name, but we'll, I'll tell you later. Um, I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> uh, so this next song, we uh, we wrote kind of as a, a lullaby. It's a little more rock and roll than a lullaby, but we think it does the trick. Um, and we kind of want to play it because, you know, it's a it's a hard time right now. People need their minds a little eased. Yeah, good song for worried minds. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know what else is good for a worried mind? A tuned guitar. <laughs> a tuned guitar. Yes. Yeah. 
And the troubles you got, you got no one to tell. So He said, this is a lovely rockin' lullaby. Oh, yes. I like to call it a rockaby, but like, I'm not sure that's a popular phrase among the bandits. Uh, okay. <laughs> I think okay. We, I think we can find something better. So okay. if somebody wants to help us think of a better term. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, but we can put this to the test. If you... If you like the term rockabye for rock and lullaby, then then give us a thumbs up, y'all. Yeah. So, I think we should I think we should play Giants. If, if if we got time for one more. We've got all the time in the world for you guys oh, cool. to play anything. Yeah. 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 This is our this was our tiny desk our tiny desk song this year. Like it's yeah. not as much fun without the chorus, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's funny, you know, like the name of the song is "We Battle Giants," and the song was written for Bonanza Jellyfish's birthday as a birthday present. Um, so, it, like, the the origins of the song uh, are about um, uh, an ode to friendship and and an adventure, how, an adventure, and how we how we conquer things together. But it's funny, like, it's taken on more meaning as time has gone by because, like, you know, like. There's just a lot going on in the world, and like we have to, because we're battling a giant right now. Yeah, literally, you know, like, just a microscopic giant. It's crazy. Oh, 
the world <laughs> is a crazy place right now. Thank you for bringing some sanity to it. Oh my gosh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so this is called We Battle Giants. You're adventurous and curious and wonder what the top of every mountain looks like. I follow you the great heights. And we can hang out anywhere. Anywhere. But you wanna hang out out there. So I follow you. awesome that whole set was amazing thank you so much bandits on the run that song was really fucking awesome <laughs> you're really fucking awesome you're really fucking awesome and we're gonna play another music video and then we'll come back we'll say our goodbyes and we'll talk about my potential bandit name because yeah. we do have to talk about that before the show wraps up and we're gonna play New Constellation by Atlas Engine. Guys, my fiance Pooja and I are actually in this video. So it's a really good song and a really good video and also features me and my fiance Pooja. So everyone, enjoy it. Love. Oh yeah, just pull up YouTube. <laughs> yeah, pull up the YouTube stream. I'll be right back. Tonight the sky is burning 
Wait, I didn't have my mic on. It was just oh. muted. So we're back. We heard and watched New Constellation by Alice Engine. And I think my mic may have accidentally been on during it. So everyone probably <laughs> heard us talking. It's okay. It's our first time doing this. So stuff's going to happen. Stuff is going to happen. But thank you so much for doing this. It was a lot of fun talking with y'all. And watching the live performance very very well done what's next for bandits on the run you guys have another live stream session coming up later this week yes uh, this friday march 27th at 7 p.m eastern standard time eastern standard time um, we're going to be doing another live stream on our Facebook and on our Instagram. It'll be a special one. Um, that was actually the night on our tour where, when we were going to play at the Kennedy Center. Um, so we'll oh probably dress for that. We're going to dress up and we encourage everyone who watches to dress up too because um, you know what? We deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be wearing a suit, definitely. If I had a tux, I would be because... It's the Kennedy Center. It's the Kennedy Center. That's really yeah. amazing. You guys, this is just a small bump in the road. All this great stuff will be there when life resumes, including the Kennedy Center. And how about, do you guys have any releases scheduled for this year once the world resumes normal shit? Well before the world resumes being normal, we are planning on, on releasing our Love in the Underground short film, cool, which is yes. gonna, like a double music video for the A side and B side of our single that we released earlier this month. Mm -hmm. That'll come out in early to mid April, so keep your eyes peeled. You can follow us on Instagram and you'll hear all about it. Yeah. Uh, and then we, we've got a couple other songs that we're working on right now that will be out by the end of the year. Mm -hmm. Some of the ones that we played today, for sure. Yeah. Um, and in the meantime, you can check out our Tiny Desk entry, which we just played, Giant, uh, we Battle Giants, Giants um, which is a, it, it, it's a lot of fun, I can guarantee. Yeah, it's definitely fun. I can attest to that. I swear, if there is a Bible here, I'd swear on it. But I swear, you guys, you just have to trust me, everyone listening. You could also trust Sam Sumter, my friend, who also gave a shout out in the comments. Hey, Sam. Of Bands Do BK, another great yep. entity in Brooklyn, publication, radio show, all that great stuff. She was actually part of the group of people that was we were working on a showcase at South by Southwest, which you guys hopped on, and then it was canceled. So, because everything was canceled. <laughs> so, but next year, we'll be there next year, and it'll be a lot of fun, and we'll eat tacos and stuff. But before yeah. we go, my bandit name. Ah. Last, well, last matter of business. To be fair, it has to be something that feels natural to you. Okay. But um, we were thinking, given your name, Tom Gallo, Tom Gallo, uh, and since Gallo in Spanish is rooster, we thought maybe Rooster Tom. I'm into that. What about yeah? Rooster Tim? 
Rooster oh, Tim. I love Rooster Tim. Sometimes Rooster my Tim. friends call me Tim for some reason. <laughs> and it's it's pretty close to Tom, so but it gives yeah. it Tim's more sneaky, right? Tim's a little sneakier <laughs> than Tom, right? I mess with Rooster Tim. Like, like, Rooster, like Rooster Tim. Yeah, like Rooster Tim seems like the sort of guy who comes into town and before you know it, your your like pocket watch is gone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna work on my pickpocketing skills so I can yeah. steal yeah. some fucking pocket watches. <laughs> that's, that's my new calling. After we're done with this pandemic, I'm gonna quit my job. Become you can very close to people and take their pockets. Just steal pocket watches or anything. It seems like it'd be fun. Hey, this was such a treat. Thank you for doing the first ever live streamed episode of Look at My Records and performing a wonderful live set. I can't wait for us to hang out in person once yeah. coronavirus is eradicated from the earth. Yeah, and we can't wait to tune into any other live sessions you do. We're yeah, excited. oh yeah, totally. I'm. This is this went so well. I'm definitely gonna do it again. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. Heck yeah. Thank you guys. We're gonna end the show with one more music video from my friends Forever Honey. Everyone out there, you may know them as Q. They recently changed their name. They're back and better than ever. And they have a music video called Christian, which I'm also in. So half of these music videos I'm in. Wow, we nice. Put on the show today. So here you go. Thank you, Bandits on the Run. Everyone, I'll see you at the next live session. Thank you, Left Bank uh, Magazine, for putting on this great virtual music festival and asking me to be a part of it. I had a blast. Woo, woo. Bye, Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.